Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomavel. And joining us as always is the Sports Outsider, Phil Ranta. Yes, I'm here and I don't know much about sports. Yeah. I'm an outsider. But we're bringing you into the You're sports world. In. I'm in the triangle. Though we should say at the Grabbing new- you by your hair and dragging you into yeah, the and sports I'm like, world. No, this is kidnapping, human trafficking. Yeah. Ah, it's for your own good. No, it builds character. This, I'm saying no and you're still doing it. It's worth noting, Topical, sports-wise. Yeah. The new sports uh, studio here that we are recording in, we, we went out of our way to actually design an entire separate booth outside of the studio that Phil records from. So we can't, we can't ever see what he's doing. But we wanted to make sure we cemented the sports outsider status yeah. at the new studio. That was a very That's long not canon. That's not canon. Uh, actually, we uh, <laughs> we got a tweet uh, a tweet recommendation of the name of the the stadium from oh. Zach Evans. He tweeted at Sports Three Podcast, and he said it should be called the Phil Ranta Memorial Studio for when I die in a motorcycling accident. Oh, oh, you know that's I drive pretty a motorcycle. good. You are a motorcyclist. Like yes, I believe. Yes. Yeah, that's the motorcyclist. The, the, irony, the irony being that, that you're not prob- allowed into the studio. That probably yeah. is one of the most uh, sporting things that you do or did or that have done. That and bare knuckle boxing. I mean, those are the two. Yeah, you yeah. haven't done that in a while, no, though, it I feels haven't. like. I need to, and usually it's when I'm drunk at 2 a.m. in a bar, so it's not really yeah. well, regimented. You don't, you don't find as many Irishmen as you used to. I know, yeah. right? Ugh. It's hard to say which hobby is more dangerous. Yeah. I'm not sure. I think it's probably motorcycling. In this traffic, sheesh. <laughs> Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Brought to you by... Manziel's put your man boobs in a Manziel today. And... Bags. Go to the grocery store and get one for 10 cents. That is a specific to a Southern California reference right yes, there. For the right rest there. of the country, you should know that it costs 10 cents to get a grocery bag in Los Angeles in an effort to reduce the total amount of bags out there. Yeah, I bet the drop guy doesn't know that. I bet he doesn't. What a crazy. Johnny Manziel to start season at backup. Ooh. Ouch. In an announcement that has all of Cleveland ready for basketball season, Browns head coach Mike Pettin has said Brian Hoyer will begin the season as QB1 and has reiterated his commitment to getting the Cleveland Browns another top 10 draft pick next year. Oh, great. That'll excite <laughs> Cleveland fans. Right. Okay. So there is, however, there is a conveniently typed bye week at, uh, after week three. Oh. But when asked about having a potential quick hook with Hoyer, Petten said, this is Brian's job. I never think of it as it's a leash or we want a guy to be a game manager. We want him to be confident and go out and play. On a short leash as a game manager. <laughs> yeah. Mike Pettin uh, continued, said, uh, you could see a scenario where he doesn't play this year, referring to Johnny Manziel. And then there are other scenarios that are absolutely possible as well. It's hard to tell. He said to a room of reporters, stifling laughter and whispering, <laughs> somebody must not like his job. No. <laughs> uh, there was talk that this past Monday's uh, Monday Night Football game would help in determining the, uh, which starter 
the Cleveland uh, Browns would uh, choose. Well, did it, Jordan? What happened on Monday night? I didn't see anything well, about this. It was the Connor Shaw Show. Boom. Who's that? Eight for nine, 123 yards, 13.7 average uh, yards per attempt, one t- dang, zero interceptions, <laughs> only sacked once with a quarterback rating of 155.8. Woo! Wow. That's your, was this your this third stringer. Was this against the Washington football team? Yes, yeah, so it was against the Washington professional football uh, What's team. What's their name? They're the Washington professional football team. They should have uh, some sort of mascot. You know what? I heard they're working on that. <laughs> oh, okay. I think they have a couple of focus groups. They're, you know. Yeah. They're trying to think of other racist terms that they they're, could they're name. They're working yeah. on one that would be uh, okay to say in in. in you know what I think they should call themselves? They should call themselves the Washington Honkies and have that be the name for the next hundred years as payback. <laughs> I don't know that's quite I would, payback. I would love explaining that to my grandchildren. Yeah. <laughs> so you see, the like... reason why they're the honkies is because previous to this, they were the... Um, anyway. We can't say the word Redskins anymore? You can. I'm choosing not to. Yeah, I'm taking... We're, I'm, we're not going but to. We've as a been podcast. saying it casually for years. Well, you haven't. You're not a sports fan. Yeah, so well, that's true. Oh, you just say it because you are racist. Yeah. Right. No, I've just been saying it casually. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, right. it was, that was true about all racial slurs is the thing. Everyone says it casually for years, and then at some point, someone's like, hey, you know what? Oh, you can't say that anymore. Yeah, we all got to stop. That's oh, yeah. Good. Fair enough. Uh, so this past uh, Monday Night Football game was the most important preseason game of all time. And it's possible that members of the Washington team had heard the importance of this game as a key component to the Johnny Manziel experience. And as such, Varsity had some fun at the expense of JV. Nice. Manziel was mocked uh, by Redskins linebacker Brian Orokbo. Orokbo. Who raised both hands and performed the 2012 Heisman Trophy winner's money gesture after a sack by his teammate. Yeah, well, I guess I'm, I'm guessing that Johnny Manziel, being the mature, developed young man that he is, responded in the sort of way that you'd expect a solid sportsman to. Well, no. What? No, Joel, not no? at all. One time when he was uh, down by the sideline, by the yeah. Washington bench, yeah. he comes up and the Washington uh, team says something to him. Yeah. Uh-oh. And we have on, on good, good intel, it was, hey, Johnny, I shouldn't be allowed on a football field. <laughs> wow, not that's that. weak. So yeah. Johnny, Johnny Manziel flips him off. What? Yeah. Gives him the bird. It's also weak. And then in classic uh, sports news fashion, everybody pretended like this is something that doesn't happen 75 times in your drive to work every single day. Well, that's, that seems a little... The moral indignance well, of people Well, as somebody who rides a bicycle, I can imagine you get it more than us <laughs> who drive cars. <laughs> Asked after the game if he thought his middle finger gesture was immature, Manziel replied... No, it was really mature. <laughs> Mom or dad? <laughs> Idiot. Uh. He turned to Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Brought to you by Manziel's Put Your Man Babs and a Manziel today. And. Bags. Bags are good for one-handed carrying of lots of stuff. Or two-handed, I should say. Yeah. Is that what the drop said? With the drop paper, paper oh, backpack full of stuff, you want two hands? You yeah, want I was going to say, I did this recently. I yeah. recently was carrying a bag with two hands. It feels like a bag purse. It feels wrong, but yeah. it's right. I do have to say, I mean, this is the bag council's anti, the, the bags don't tear campaign that they had. 
I thought really irresponsible for just that reason. It's pretty yeah. in your face. It's pretty yeah. in your face. Two, two on the bottom, and I think a lot of people lost a lot of groceries because the bad council pushed so hard. Same I way I have sex. That two on the bottom, holding them groceries. <laughs> <sighs> what? Jordan, you look worn. Suddenly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, uh, what do we have on the show this week? Well, this week on the show, we have uh, a, a hot dog vendor. Yes, Harry Green. He's a hot what? dog. No. Why yeah. Why don't we get a sports uh, personality? He's a hot dog vendor uh, at the uh, St. Louis uh, Rams uh, Edward Jones Dome. Categorically, this yeah. is an awful guest. No. He's, Objectively, he's, he's, this is a terrible guest. He's here to guest. talk to us about the importance of preseason football. I mean, he does All go right, to a lot I'll, of games. He, you're kind of a, a de facto super fan as a well, hot dog. Take it up with Jean, okay? It's pronounced Jean. Okay. He's French-Canadian, but it's pronounced Jean. It's very counterintuitive. Okay, yes. Well, either way, take it up with him. He's the one who books the guests. And that's that right. is I'll, I will be listening to his thesis on why preseason football is, is yes, important. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and we have a weird sportsman? You're goddamn uh, right we do. Oh, oh okay. We do, Joel! Okay, all right. And... and News, news, news? Yes. All Phil, right. And Let's news, do news, it. News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Dallas Cowboys top Forbes' NFL franchise value list. Oh, hey. I have a hard time with the, the uh, S apostrophe. Ah, uh, Forbes's? Forbes's. That shouldn't be. Because it's is- showing ownership. Webster should change that in his dictionary. Forbes's. Having replaced the late Al Davis as the rootinest, tootinest, most senile owner in the league, Jerry Jones <laughs> finds himself with the most valuable franchise in the NFL. And who knows? Maybe that will help them win some games. Probably not. Yep. As the NFL mantra of having a competent defense usually at least puts you above 500 is true in the case of <laughs> Dem Cowboys. Yeah. You know that old adage. It's cliche, but it's true. <laughs> yeah. A lot Having of syllables a for an old defense yeah. usually at least puts you above yeah, 500. Yeah. I've never heard that rhyme, but I'll take your word for it. Only, I'm a only, sports only because you don't yet pay enough attention to sports. It's true. It's the, repeated over and over again. I believe yeah. it. In every locker room, they say it. Yeah. Uh, the when ever- they're not whipping each other with their towels, snapping. They can't do that anymore because really? of Penn State. Oh, yeah. And Jerry Sandusky. America's roller coast. Thank you. The average NFL team is currently worth $1.43 billion. That's yes, please. I'll take two. <laughs> you can't. Oh. They won't let you buy two. Oh, that's They bad. do have rules against that. That's smart. It's the highest value in 17 years uh, that Forbes have tracked professional football team finances. Oh, wow. Mm. Uh, it's the eighth consecutive year the Dallas Cowboys worth $3.2 billion damn dollars. What? Wow. That's right. Are the league's most valuable team. How many barbecue plates does that buy? In Texas, that's their currency, right? Is barbecue well? Not, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I'm the guessing plates. like at least 1.6 billion barbecue. And plates. what? And more if you just want like the lunch because it's a oh, smaller wait, wait, wait. thing. I, you know? I thought you it's meant just s- the plates that they're served. No, up. no, 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 plates no. of barbecue. Plates, plates is like the dinner portion, though. Like, yeah. what if you just want like the like a pound and a half of meat? Got to figure five to seven dollars. Uh, I don't do math. Math is hard. Anyway, the only sports team in the world worth more is Real Madrid. Who cares about those guys? No, nobody what? cares. More no, like fake Madrid. They're actually, they valued, they're actually valued at $3.4 billion, uh, but they don't have a salary cap. How is that possible when they're in Spain? 
I don't, the Spanish economy is terrible. That's because it's all going to their football team. Yeah. <laughs> the 1% Everyone's is more like a 12 dudes. How can they make that much money? Barcelona tied with the Cowboys. Also. Barcelona? Yeah. Barcelona? No, it's, Wait, I, there's two in Spain that are with Barcelona? Barcelona. Barcelona. Sounds like you have a list. <laughs> Barcelona. Okay. That's how they say it in Barcelona. I'm sure they say it that way. They do. I think six, $6.6 6 billion is more than the GDP of Spain at this point. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Does someone's GDP gonna... mean goddamn price? <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. All right. Absolutely. Um, the Cowboys posted the NFL's highest revenue, uh, $560 million. And the highest operating in- income, $246 million in 2013. Boy, it's odd. They're a marketing juggernaut that is launching two new deals this season that will align the Blue Star with a global luxury watch and a cruise line brand. Whoa. They're also in, like, hideous cap trouble. <laughs> hideous what, sorry? Cap trouble. Oh, yeah. This has been documented. Like, the whole team is going to be, like, like, like they're going to have, they're going to have, like, you know, Half Listen, the cap to sign a whole. Yeah. Uncle Jerry's gonna get to it. Don't worry. Oh, I don't think he is. Shh, that's why he's napping. Right. Okay. Right. Uh, so let's real quickly go over some of the teams here. Okay. On the list. We'll start. Dallas Cowboys, three point two billion. Okay. New England Patriots, two point six billion. That includes tax write-offs for losses related to Tom Brady's stupid haircut last year. Ooh. Did he have a dumb haircut last year? You know, that beautiful face with a dumb haircut? Such a dumb Too haircut bad, last yeah. year. Well, such a I mean, face. he had flowing, feathery, like, model hair. No, he didn't last year. That was the problem. Oh. He went with a dumb <laughs> oh, haircut. Right. He went with, yeah. How is he going to model his Ugg boots with, uh, Ooh, with a haircut like that? Not very well. Yeah. Washington professional football team, $2.4 billion. The Redskins? Kinda, yeah, uh, no, Bill. <laughs> Did, no. they, did they lose value because they don't have a name? Or did they gain value because they don't have a name? A little of both. Ooh. It was a wash. They broke even. <laughs> they broke even. Yeah. New York Giants, $2.1 billion. Wow. Houston Texans, $1.85 billion. How many plates of barbecue does that buy? Joel? If Houston, know, different area. Okay, so different area uh, of the state. If we're, we're going to say an average of about $6 a plate, well, probably about 300 million, 300 million million ish right. plates of barbecue. Once you're, you're in a smaller city, it would be cheaper. New York Jets, $1.8 billion. Uh, just think of how high it would be if their coach didn't have a dog's name. Oh, oh, his Phil, name's Rex. Oh, Phil, I was thinking like his name was like Pup, Mr. Puppington. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> is it? Wait, I think that might be his middle name. It's actually ah. who he's named after is the great yeah. 19th century industrialist Rex Puppington. Rex Puppington, <laughs> steel driving man. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles, 1.75. Oh, sorry. It's actually Oregon because Chip Kelly. It's oh, the Nike money. Yeah. I'll look up the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles later. Yeah. Chicago Bears, $1.7 That does not include the 10% skim to the Daly family. Yep. Still active. Still corrupt. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, you got the 49ers at $1.6 They got a new stadium. Yeah. Uh, and I've heard that the new stadium uh, under it, when they were digging, they found gold! Gold, everyone! There was gold there! Oh, goodness me! We're going to get out to California! There's going to be plenty of gold! Gold! Next just, week on the Sports 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 Podcast, we'll be interviewing prospector Joe McGinnis. He has yeah. nothing to do with sports. <laughs> Even worse than the hot dog vendor. <laughs> Uh, the uh, Baltimore Ravens, $1.5 billion. That's uh, down from $1.6 billion after buying uh, Roger Goodell his new yacht uh, called Love in an Elevator. Ooh. Uh, going Ooh. down. That was a zing, Jordan. That was, uh, that was some biting satire. <laughs> Denver Broncos, $1.45 billion. Uh, the team has said if it's ever fourth and 20, <laughs> they'll stand to make a lot more. Oh, because of, of marijuana. 
Ah, topical. There we go. Yep. Getting high. Indianapolis Colts, one point four billion. Uh, fans have been promised some of that money will be spent on a razor for the teacher's assistant, neck bearded Andrew Luck. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> Green Green Bay Packers. He does uh, look like a TA. He does. That has he has not occurred to me before, but there he is. Really looks like a TA with the neck yeah. beard. Hmm. Uh, Green Bay Packers, one point three seven five billion. That oscillates wildly, though. Anytime Brett Favre talks about a comeback, yeah. <laughs> it's basically like the market. It goes up and down wildly. Ah, like anytime. Also, Dow the Jones. one team where you could buy a piece of that. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. This is true. Uh, this Pittsburgh Steelers, one point three five billion. Isn't it 1.3 rivers billion? <laughs> Seattle Seahawks was 1.3333 billion. A yeah. locally commissioned study shows that 20% of the revenue can be directly attributed to pass interference no calls. Oh, 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 man. Miami Dolphins, 1.3 billion does not include money donated to campaigns against cyberbullying. Yeah. Uh, Carolina Panthers, 1.25 billion. Uh, vinegar based barbecue, often cheaper. Oh, yeah. yeah. How many plates of barbecue does that buy? It's cheaper because it's pork. It's not beef. Right, so. exactly. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, $1.225 billion. Which that, you know, that surprises me that they're even that high. Tennessee. What do people do <laughs> in Tampa? Because I can't tell that it's anything. Nobody goes to baseball games. Nobody goes to hockey games. I can't think of what sort of cultural existence the city of Tampa <laughs> oh, could possibly they have. They mostly stare at their watches and say, is it time to die yet? Yeah. <laughs> And it's then sometimes like it's, it is. It's nobody cares time, about sports in Miami, and I kind of get it because it's Miami. Because everyone's getting drunk and dancing with their little butts. Right, and having pressed ham sandwiches and, yeah. and lovely Cuban coffee. And that most of all, they have little tiny butts that they <laughs> shake around. Yeah, they absolutely. dance with little tiny butts. Little tiny butts. But Tampa, I mean, what's in Tampa? Watches and death. <laughs> Tampa. Stare at one, wait for the other. Tennessee Titans, $1.16 billion. Okay. Minnesota Vikings, $1.15 billion. Uh, and that's, that's mostly in snow dollars. That's mostly in snow dollars. Uh, Atlanta Good Falcons, one. $1.125 <laughs> billion. That's How many dirty birds can you buy with that, Joel? Uh, I don't know the price. How of many dirty snow birds. dollars is that worth, <laughs> Joel? Probably far fewer because it's warmer in Atlanta. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they melt. Um, Cleveland Browns, $1.12 billion. What? It, it outpaced all NFL franchises with 65% of their revenue coming from sad people. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Uh, New Orleans Saints, $1.11 billion. Uh, but rumors that that could go up if uh, owner Tom Benson uh, can get a good headshot in on Robert Kraft. Oh, oh, Ooh. oh. Not as topical. <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs, $1.10 billion. They lost $50,000 uh, misprinting their end zone every year. <laughs> they but call it the chefs. Oh, it's so chefs. funny. It's so funny. Great googly moogly. See, the documentary commercial showed it being misspelled as chefs. Right. Most commonly, though, most years, it's the I before E that gets them. Oh, that makes up. sense. They remember both letters. They forget the well, order. There was, there, was a, there was a big hullabaloo because he spelled it the Shays at some point in the 1950s in oh, the middle of the bad. Red Scare. And oh, people got, no. One time they just wrote Redskins and it got him in a lot of trouble. <laughs> Actually, I should, I should take trouble. that back. The Shea, uh, Shea would have risen to, I mean, when the Cuban Revolution, so it would have been the 60s that it would have yeah. made any sense. I wouldn't Stick to pay snow dollars, snow dollars for that joke. <laughs> <laughs> Arizona Cardinals, $1 billion. Then you have the... San Diego Chargers, 90, $995 million. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals, forget about them. Uh, Oakland Raiders, <laughs> $970 million. 
Jacksonville Jaguars, $965 million. Oh, Jesus. Those three teams, though, Chargers, Raiders, Jaguars, projected will be much higher in four years when they're all in Los Angeles. Oh, That's great. Oh, yeah. Team values north of a billion dollars. Nice. Uh, Detroit Lions, $960 million. God, all of those teams are more valuable than the Lions? <laughs> Apparently. That seems crazy to me. <laughs> Uh, Buffalo Bills. The Jaguars. The Jaguars. The Jaguars. As soon as you enter the Detroit metro area, you just become cheap. Yes, but the <laughs> Jaguars. Yeah, Jacksonville, like the nice. one place sadder than Tampa. Oh. What, Jacksonville's kind of what's warm-ish? Yeah. I'm baffled by this. Willie Clay Ford's dead. That must have bumped us a little, right? It did, actually. It bumped it $10 million. Okay. Uh, Buffalo Bills, $935 uh, million. And uh, lastly, the St. Louis Rams, dead last, $930 million. Analysts believe a new TV partnership with Bravo could send the franchise north of $1 billion. There we Ooh. go. They're going to make them shimmer. <laughs> Each of uh... I, I don't know if that was funny, Phil, because I don't watch Bravo, but you oh. delivered it so well. I'm, I'm guessing it was. They do I'm a lot guessing... of makeover type shows. Yeah. yeah. They well, do, I, I thought that was a specific catchphrase from one of them. No. Oh, it's kind of like something they'd say. They have, a specific, the guy. They have yeah. a specific thing for summer, like have a Bravo summer. Like, yeah, exactly. Each of the NFL's 32 teams took in a record $170 million in national revenue, mainly Ooh. from league-wide broadcasting and licensing fees. Analysts are quick to point out that figure would be north of $250 million if Tim Tebow were still in the league. Yep. Wow. Thank you, CPA Jordan, for all of your financial <laughs> news. <laughs> Joining us now on the podcast is Henry Green, who is a hot dog vendor. And it's Harry Green. Oh, actually. sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Harry Green. My name's Harry Green. Harry Green here. Hey. 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 So Welcome so, to the show, Harry. It's a pleasure Harry. to be here on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast here. Hey, absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. I'm a hot dog vendor. Yeah. Hot dog vendor. Hot dog vendor. Hey, you got that voice down, hot buddy. Hot dog yeah. vendor. So, hey, hey you, you, you don't have to talk like that. because This is Mike. my natural ice inflection. This okay. is how I talk. So we hear you're here to tell us why we should care about the NFL preseason, which again has just got to be the most pointless thing. Because I got a family to feed. With hot dogs? Feed my family. Okay. Nope, only 16 games in the regular season. We need people to come out of those preseason games and buy some hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I was going to say, if yeah. you, you're you only working 18 days a year. Not enough to feed a family. <laughs> Not yeah. enough money to feed a family. Here. That's what I was Understood. getting at. Do you <laughs> That's why they made the preseason so exciting. Uh, did they? Because so I don't know exciting. the preseason's that exciting. Yes, you should all go to the preseason games. Well, what would if we were to go to the preseason game, what, what might we expect? Why should we yeah. go? Sell There's us a on lot this. of excitement coming for week three of the NFL preseason. Really so much, so much. Well, this is the best week of the preseason. If you had I mean, to pick it, one, I guess it is. I've Such a good week. Well, so what? What? What is it that we're going to be watching for? For some of those players, it's the only time you're going to be able to see them. Yeah, that's probably true. You some can of see those players while eating not dog here. Yeah, but that's because these players are scrubs. Get a hot dog. Watch the scrubs. <laughs> Like they're hot dog and scrubs. It's scrubs night for the hot dog and a free hot dog with the scrubs. I mean, we mostly want to go to watch good football players. Why would we? Hey, just because the Rams doesn't have a QB battle doesn't mean you can skip these games. 
Uh, I think it does. I think it does exactly what it means. Man. Well, we know it's going to be Sam Bradford. We know Sam Bradford. I don't think he's going to be that good. I know some yeah. people are hot on him this what year. What Sam Bradford be not that good? Enjoy a hot dog. Got your relish here. Hot okay. onions. Okay. Uh, well, listen. It's just I'm just not seeing it. Okay? Whole lot of drama. What Who's going to be the backup center? Veteran Tim Barnes or rookie Demetrius Rainey? With Burnett Jones undergoing back surgery, the picture has to really change. See the soap opera play out? Eat a hot dog. I mean, the backup, ketchup. The backup center? I mean, that's one of those positions that I feel like I'm not going to know the name of that player unless somebody gets injured. It's you might not, not gonna... know the name of the player, but you know how to say, I'll take a hot dog. <laughs> I do, but you know, it's funny. When I go to the game... I'm like, no hot dogs. What I want is some nachos or some soft pretzels. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, hey. Go fuck yourself. Hey, man. Harry. Hey. Jordan can go fuck himself. Wow. Fuck you. You so, know what else? <laughs> what what, what else? else should we Harry. be watching in the... EJ Gaines and Darren Woodard are fighting for a shot at the Dimebag spot. Watch closely as neither of these players are likely to make an NFL roster elsewhere if they get cut. Okay. So you're saying this is our only chance to see them on a football field. Yep, watch somebody deconstruct. Enjoy it with a hot no. Okay, uh, I gotta be honest with you. I mean, it, it's like the, the NFL product being put in the field in the regular season isn't that good. I don't know why we'd go to the preseason where the guys who aren't right, even exactly. able to I have six children. <laughs> Do you want to know the names of my kids? I would love to I hear them. I, I don't, One of them's I... named Bratwurst. The other one's Gilbasa. One of them's chicken sausage. Oh. The other one's meat tube. One of them <laughs> is old-fashioned. And the other one is mustard-topped. Sounds like you might have sort of, uh, you know, committed with the first two kids and then ran out of ideas. I named them after how they were conceived. <laughs> hot dogs. Yeah. Okay, so standard hot dog vendor question. What should we put in our hot dogs? Well, geez, I, uh... Never considered what kind of hot dog people you would be. Joel, yeah. I would say that you look like a hot mustard guy. How would you like a hot mustard hot dog? That's pretty good. There you that go. Here's your like hot him. mustard hot dog. Oh, guys, oh okay. Now do me. Do me. Right. Do me. Tell Jordan, me. Jordan. Yeah? You look like you could lose some weight. Well, well hey. Here's whoa. a water. Hey, man. Nine dollars. No, stadium on. prices. Right. Nine dollars. Oh, well, here, no but I'd really like no, a hot no, dog. While you're here, if I could get a hot dog. I could get a hot dog. Well, after what he said earlier. Why don't you just sell beer? Because that has such higher sales when you're going in and up the stands. I lost my leg in a drunk driving accident. Jesus, Jordan. Lost my leg. God, it seems like this is a big guilt trip, Harry. Buy my hot dogs. Go see a preseason game. Say, Harry, what's the best season uh, section to sell hot dogs in? Best section? Yeah, best area of the stadium. Whatever section people are actually sitting in during the preseason. <laughs> Good answer. Which is no sections. <laughs> Major problem. <laughs> okay. When I show up to work, my boss says, why are you here? <laughs> That's not Bad good. sign. What do, what do you think about fans who don't just sit at their seat? But her like, you know, I'm going to stretch my legs. I'm going to go get a hot dog at concession. How would well, you sell them a hot dog? The okay. way that I sell them a hot dog? Yeah. I tackle them on the way up the stairs. <laughs> say, where are you going? Sit down. Relax. <laughs> then they say, I'm going to a bathroom. And you say, nope, you're getting a hot dog. <laughs> yeah. Buy a hot dog. Get a bathroom for free. What if the then reason? they say the bathroom's already free. 
That's why I shove the hot dog in their mouth and say, you bite it, you buy it. What's the cost for a hot dog? Nine dollars. An exorbitant price. But at least you get the $9. condiments free. You get I the see. condiments for absolutely free, except for the odd onions. Okay, well, Harry, uh, to the people of St. Louis, I guess we ought to say, please buy hot dogs from Harry and yep. feed his six six children. Six children, all missing legs from the drunk driving accident. <laughs> that is, are they all in the same size? Even, even, no mother. Even little mustard top? Mother's with God now. <laughs> okay. Even mustard top. Even mustard top. Uh, thank you very mustard much, Mustard top, Harry. one leg bottom. Don't talk that way about my kids, you <laughs> son of a bitch. So, sorry. For you, the listeners of Sports 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 Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I personally recommend a wonderful book called The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. Joel saw the movie. He said that it was okay. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork for your free audiobook. And now it's time for another Weird Sportsman. If we did this show at a stadium right before Weird Sportsman, you would come out, you would say that on the scoreboard, it would say, make some noise. It yeah. would, yeah. Because and the crowd would, would make some noise. Yeah. Well, I feel like before Phil would enter, you'd have that, you know, the dun 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 I can't even do it. But the NBA, like, anticipation music, and the lights would be down, and then the bass comes like, duh. And then Phil would step out, and it'd be like a spotlight behind him silhouetting him. Oh, like the Bulls, the Bulls thing. Yeah, that Bulls music. Yeah, the bing, boom, boom, bing, bing, boom. Yeah, see? I know that from video games. Yeah. Yeah. This week's weird sportsman, Siniska. Siniska? Yep. Is, is that two names? or is, nope. oh, is It's a one-name sportsman? One name, seven letters. Ooh. One name, Let seven me guess. letters. Sounds like... Siniska. He said it. Oh. Paniska. Oh, sorry. Paniska. We no, Siniska. It sounds like Paniska. Oh, that's true. Yep. Uh, Scandinavian. Uh, no. Uh, then I'm at a loss. It's spelled C-Y-N-I-S-C-A. Siniska. I went I S E A Southern Polish. Uh Siniska or Kyneska was a Greek princess of Sparta. <laughs> oh man. Yep. She's wow, also she's also the first woman in history to win at the ancient Olympic Games. Oh, this is a weird and great sports yeah. yeah. Pretty weird. Yeah. Alright, it's pretty weird. What was her event? Uh, we're getting to it, Joel. It was They're rhythmic gymnastics, yeah, actually. Exactly. <laughs> you know? They played the, this is the rhythm of the night, of the night. She did a ribbon dance to it. Considering that song wasn't going to be written for another, like, 5,000 years, I find that hard to believe. Siniska was born around 440 BC in the ancient Greek city of Sparta and was the daughter. This is Sparta! This daughter. Was what she said when she was born. Yeah, exactly. Uh, she was the daughter of the... Europidid king of Sparta, Archidamus II, and her mother, Eupolia. <laughs> Am I Polia? No, Eupolia. Good one, Joel. <laughs> uh, she was the sister of uh, the later the later king of Sparta, uh, Agesilaus II. Oh, not nearly as good as Agesilaus I. Yeah. Mm. 
And she uh, she was said to have been a tomboy, which, you know, sportsman. Yeah. Uh, but she was an expert equestrian. Ooh. And very wealthy. Oh. Yeah. The perfect qualifications for a successful trainer. Mm-hmm. She was exceedingly ambitious to succeed at the Olympics game and was the first woman to breed horses and win an Olympic victory, according to Pausanias, who was probably someone who documented shit. A historian, maybe. I would uh, guess. Pausanias, so. emphasis on Aeneas. Okay. Yeah. Not, I mean, one of the shittiest ancient Greek historians, in my personal opinion. Okay. All right. Siniska. Her name means female puppy in ancient Greek. Aww. Yeah. Uh, she was named after her grandfather, uh, Zuidamus, who was also called Siniskos. Oh. It is possible that her name related to a specific kind of dog in Sparta. The female bloodhounds, which were also famous for their ability oh, so to she's find like their named quarries after a by specific scent. dog? Yeah. Well, that sounds... That's that sounds like it's a nasty nickname. Let's get to the sports. Yeah, though. let's get We've to the sports. We've heard enough of all this interesting Greek stuff. Uh, <laughs> while most women in the ancient Greek world were kept in seclusion and forbidden to learn any kind of skills in sports, riding or hunting, that would suck. Yeah, it would. Spartan women, by contrast, were brought up from girlhood to excel at these things so as to produce strong children by going through early training similar to that of their brothers. This is Sparta! They're they're scrappers. Uh, The ancient Olympic Games were almost entirely male only, and women were forbidden to even set foot in the main stadium at Olympia, where running events and combat sports were held. Mm. Women were allowed to enter only the equestrian events, but by running, not by owning and training the horses. Wait, so they had to they had to compete with people on horseback on foot? No, they that they seems ran the wildly horses. unfair. They ran the horses. Okay, yeah, yeah, or no, not by running. So they they just owned and trained them. They didn't actually. Oh, okay, run I gotcha. Siniska employed men and entered her team at the Olympics. Where it won in the four horse chariot racing. Oh. Which is also called the Tethripon. It won twice in 396 BC and again in 392 BC. Oh, 392 was a great Olympics. Yeah. The opening ceremonies in 392 with oh, the confetti. All the choreography, too. The choreography. Yeah, yeah, and all the drum beats. The symbolic representations of Athens. It was really, yeah. it was really the good. The irony is, though, you probably didn't even see her victories. Oh, yeah, because she wasn't allowed wasn't in. allowed in. That's oh. She owned the horse. Yeah. She was employing the uh, athlete to ride the horse or something. Yeah. Yet she was not allowed in. Charioteer. Wa- charioteer. Yeah. However, uh, Siniska was honored by having a bronze statue of a chariot and horses, a charioteer, and a statue of herself in the Temple of Zeus in Olympia. Oh, that's pretty <laughs> that's good. That's pretty good. Yeah. You so, get in the Temple of Zeus. That was one of the seven wonders of the ancient world. Yeah. So, oh, I had to miss two horse races where I won. I got a bronze statue made of me at the Temple of the God of Gods. Still, though, makes you thankful for Title IX. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like back then, uh, it was pretty shitty. Title female dog. (laughs) And that brings an end to another Weird Sportsman! Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings the close. Sports! 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 Podcast. Before we go, 
Phil would like to give you our contact information. You can email us at sports, sports, sports podcast, gmail.com. That's sports, sports, sports podcast, gmail.com. You can tweet at us at sports, the number three podcast. That's at sports, the number three podcast. You can find us on SoundCloud by going to soundcloud.com slash sports, the number three uh, podcast. That's soundcloud.com slash sports, the number three podcast. While you're there, please follow. You can find us on uh, Facebook by going to facebook.com slash sports, the number three podcast. You can find us on Stitcher radio, download the Stitcher app today and search sports, sports, sports podcast. You can find us on iTunes by going sports number three space podcast. That's sports number three space podcast. You can find us on YouTube by going to youtube.com slash comedy podnet, or you can find all of our back episodes at comedy podcast network.com. Hey guys. Hey oh, Joel. Hey Joel. See you guys next week. All right. See you buddy. Like oh, that. Hey, I'm going to grab a hot dog. I think he's still oh, out there. Oh yeah. He is still out there. He's shouting at all the people walking by the studio. Just for the love of God, buy a hot dog here. <laughs> My cello is stopping! Said he needs bus fare. Should feed his kids the Get hot back dogs. The that makes box, more sense. Top. Lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.